Hey, you beautiful piece of shit. It's your host, Andrew Sanishin, with the Psychic Wave Podcast. And we're going to do things a little bit differently this time. Call this a special quarantine edition. Because with everything going on in the world right now, I've been getting a lot of backlash from people on the internet. A lot of emails, a lot of angry voicemails, and the number one thing that they're talking about is that this podcast is way too insulated. I'm only talking to people with the same viewpoints that I hold and the same morals as me and the you know same political views. So uh, I got in contact with one of my followers and I wanted to try something new. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to sh- uh, give you a clip that somebody recorded and uh, I'm going to let them you know, play it on this podcast. I'm going to give them a small platform and a chance to um, say any of their grievances or tell me how big of a fucking dumbass I am. But uh, yeah, so let's try it out. And you never know if this works. Um, I'd be open to letting this person come on the podcast frequently and uh, kind of give an opposing viewpoint from mine because I think that's healthy and uh, that's what you know, I, I strive to do here is just uh, kind of document what's happening in life. And if my perspective is the only perspective that you get, it's going to be a pretty dumb one because uh, I'm not that smart of a person as you've recognized if you're <laughs> a listener. Uh, all right. So without further ado, here is Farm Boy Billy. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, before I start, I definitely do have to give uh, Mr. Andrew here uh, a big thank you because a lot of libtards out there, a lot of you fucking snowflakes, wouldn't even give a big strong man like me a platform to tell you how I feel because look America is America and if you can't spell it in English you need to get the fuck out alright and I came across this podcast because I thought hey look this this little white boy right here he likes Led Zeppelin I like Led Zeppelin I like fucking bitches do you know drinking beer American only? I'm not drinking no import. If you give me a Sapporo in a restaurant, I will support that beer down your throat and smash you into the ground because I'm not drinking anything that ain't American made. You know, I'm drinking Coors, Bush Light. I'm drinking. Uh, uh, that's really all I know. And then whiskey. And you know what? Here, I got to tell you, if you put any ice in your whiskey or scotch, you are a fucking bitch. Okay. Now, my name's Farm Boy Billy, and I know I went on a rant there, but I really did appreciate the fact that Andrew let me come on this podcast and talk about how I view America. Because all you hippies out there listening to this podcast have got some things fucking wrong. Number one, 
the number one thing you need to know about me. I am a farm-raised, meat-eating, gun-toting American. And you bet your fucking ass I'm Republican because guess what? So is Jesus Christ. It's a fact. Donald Trump said it. Jesus Christ is a Republican. Yes, he is my president because we elected him very legal-like. And uh, I cannot get into the specifics, but I know it was legal because uh, that's America. And if you don't like it, you can get out. But I just want to shed some light on a few things, okay? Because I think that a lot of you out there are very confused. This Corona, I cannot believe how many, how many sheeple we got in America. I think you might as well just nuke California and nuke New York because, frankly, they're, they're just they're doing nothing over there. They're just tiptoeing around deciding what what kind of fucking V-neck to wear to wear that day. Okay, <laughs> if you ain't, I look. I put on my overalls one leg at a time, like a fucking American. Okay, look. That's just the way it is. Let me explain to you about this virus. This virus is going on right now. It ain't real. Do you see Donald Trump wearing a mask? Nope. He don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. And if you tell me that I can't go to church, oh, well, you got another thing coming. Uh Uh-huh. And if you think you can keep me out of your store because I'm not wearing a mask, That's not fucking America. That's not America. It is my right to catch this virus if I want to catch it. And number one, you ain't going to catch it because I don't believe in it. Okay? And if I don't believe in it, you ain't going to catch it. And you can trust me because I, I did go to college. It was community college, but I was part of the coolest frat there. And... We, look, it's simple math. The amount of women that I was sleeping with, let me just say, you got to be smart to get bitches like that, all right? So that says something. So I'm an expert in uh, germs and stuff because I, I never got an STD. I never got an STD. That's all I'm saying. But this ain't real. And you better believe that I am tougher and smarter than you because I'm not wearing a mask. I can't believe you scared of that. Were you scared of the boogeyman too? I can't believe it. I'm definitely smarter than you. You'll never catch me wearing a mask. And if I want to fucking piss on my own hands, rub them together and slap my wife, I will. Because that's America. That's freedom. Well, I think that's all I got in me for today. I need to go have my my dinner right now. My wife's telling me that it's ready. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of out of breath. And as you can probably guess, 
uh, I'm big because bigger is better, but I, it comes along with a, a heart condition and I, I'm getting a little too upset. So I'm going to hand this back over to Andrew. Thank you so much for letting me come on the podcast. And, uh, you know, all I got to say is the virus ain't real. You little fuck boys out there need to realize that. And uh, if you don't like it, get out. Because this is America. And uh, there's a land of the free and the home of the brave. And wearing a mask, y'all look like fucking pussies out there, okay? So before I have a heart attack, uh, thanks again, Andrew. I'll send it back. Hey, Darlene. Hey, Darlene. How, how, how do I turn this damn? thing off. I don't think Jesus would like this too too many computerized. Oh, there it is. Wow. Well, that uh sure was something. But you know, I think everyone deserves a voice and a platform <laughs> no matter what they're saying because that's um American, right? And uh it's, you know, the first amendment which was made a long time ago, but, you know, people could say whatever they want, even if it's mean, I guess, right? Isn't that how America works? I don't know. I still think that it was good that I gave him at least a say, because, yes, I've done over 100 episodes of this podcast, and, yeah, most of the musicians and bands and people that have come on have been, you know a little more um, progressive or morally conscious or uh, what's the other word? Um, Smart, I think. So, yeah, yeah. And um, even though somebody like Farm Boy Billy is extremely backwards, most likely racist, and, you know, probably not, as educated as he should be, he still deserves a voice. And I'm, I'm proud of myself for being the big enough man and, you know, let, letting him say his piece. So if you guys liked him, maybe we'll bring him back some other time. But um, the thing that I don't get is why he and many Americans feel like they are smarter for not wearing masks. Um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, is there really any downside (laughs) to not getting sick? Whether or not you believe in the coronavirus, which I don't even want to have that conversation with you, but is there a downside to not even getting the common cold? I, I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to leave the coronavirus alone. Uh, that guy, he, he did enough. Thank you, farm boy, Billy. Um, we'll, we'll get back to you some other time. I'm sure you'll have many updates and conspiracy theories for us in the future. So let me just move on. I want to start by saying I did, uh, something pretty fun the other day on my Instagram stories. I decided because I was bored as fuck at 1.30 in the morning to do this or that. So I think many of you guys have done it before. Uh, you take the Instagram poll thing and you give people two options and you say, hey, do either this or that. You know, uh, Rolling Stones or The Beatles, Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd. And I tried to make it kind of difficult 
and do a bunch of different genres for the folks out there. And uh, I mostly agree with what you guys have picked, but I wanted to give you my uh, number one band for the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. I don't know how the fuck you say that. Hundreds, I guess. Um, because I asked you guys what your favorites were, and there were a lot of good ones. Some of you don't know what decade you're talking about. But uh, it was still a lot of fun, and I think I'll do something similar to that because I got a lot of engagement, and I started talking to people who have been following me for a long time that I uh, either just our our communication faded away, or you know things are busy right now, even though they're not. You know what I'm saying? So, for my favorite band of the '60s. There are many good options, many good options, but I, I got to say the Beatles. I just don't think there's anybody more influential. I know the Rolling Stones did a lot. They did a lot, uh, and there are a lot of bands that did a lot, but for the face of pop music as we knew it and for just music in general, I think it, it really exploded with the Beatles. And uh, I think they're a very dynamic band. Uh, lots of their albums are more experimental than others, and they uh, definitely grew as a band together and separately. So I think um, it was just the right mix of dudes, and they did a lot for the 60s. I really think so. And uh, I think the only reason I picked them over the Rolling Stones is because of the Beatles' diversity. And you can argue with me on that, but the Rolling Stones, like, they, they, they definitely are the pioneers of a lot of things, but it's got the same blues background to it, you know? They never really dipped into the psychedelia, maybe a little bit, but they didn't do it well, in my opinion. I think they're good at being that raw, bluesy garage rock band before garage rock was really even a thing yet. Uh, and I dig it. I like the Rolling Stones for what they are. That's my runner-up. But number one band of the 60s for me is the Beatles. All right. So, the 70s. The infamous 70s. Now, this one was extremely fucking hard for me because, God, they're just... There were so many bands when I was digging into music as a kid that this, I mean, the 70s were like the, the, the pinnacle of excess and like rock and roll just saying fuck you to everything from punk to just the flamboyant, you know, Led Zeppelin, like sock in my pants and let's fuck every girl we see even though they're underage and not that I condone that, I definitely don't, but it was just this wild fucking time and it, it's got this magnetism, it just pulls you in. And man, there were just two, there were so many bands in the 70s that released albums that really resonated with me. And I just, I, I don't know, I just, it was really hard for me to pick. And again, I'm talking about these bands that are my favorites, that influenced me the most. I'm also taking into uh, consideration their historical standpoint but that's not the biggest thing here that's not what i'm talking about i'm not a rock journalist or historian i'm just saying what i like the best okay 
And uh, if you want to get technical, you can go fuck yourself. Because this is just, it doesn't matter. This is people just saying their favorite bands. So, my favorite band from the 70s. I gotta give it to Bowie. I gotta give it to Bowie. I mean, come on. Hunky Dory? Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars? Aladdin Sane? Young Americans? I mean, come on. Like, the diversity here is fucking astounding. And two of those albums, I think, are perfect tens. So that's just insane to me. I think he ruled the 70s. I think he really did. And maybe he wasn't the poster child for, like, rock and roll the way Led Zeppelin was. Uh, I, I, I just, I like... I like what he did in the 70s a lot better than what Led Zeppelin did in the 70s. Led Zeppelin is their own lane, but because of the diversity and, I mean, it's fucking Bowie. And God, those songs have like a rawness to them that, I don't know. It's just something there. My runner-up, surprisingly enough, it was not Led Zeppelin. It was Pink Floyd, just because that really resonated me as a pot-smoking Resonated with me as a pot-smoking teenager, uh, thinking that I was cool, thinking about space and, um, you know, drug addiction, whatever. But (laughs) Pink Floyd did it for me. And a little fun fact here, I really do not like the majority of The Wall. I don't. Tell me to fuck off in the comments, I guess. But hey, eh, you know, it's just wasn't my thing. A little too, uh, I don't know. Roger Waters, I don't, he's not my guy. If I had to pick, David Gilmore is the one who I, you know, I like. And the cult favorite, you know, of course, Sid Barrett, but, eh, fuck it. I always think about how people that don't listen to the same music as me, if they were, lis- like, listening to this podcast right now, they would probably think I was fucking insane, and it would probably sound a lot like what it sounds like for me when I go into a math class. It's all just a different language, and I'm not convinced that you're not playing a joke on me just by saying random things. The Pythagorean theorem, that's not a thing. That's I'm pretty sure that's like um, a supplement for like muscle builders, right? Pythag- yeah, yeah, it was one of those, but it's one of those like creatine, right? Yeah, I don't believe it. Anyway, if you're not into music, this episode is probably fucking boring for you, but hey, fuck off. I don't care because it's my podcast, my podcast, my podcast. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I had coffee at 6 p.m. today. Um, all right. So for the 80s. All right. C- calm down, Andrew. All right. I am. Are you talking to yourself? Yes, I am. It's OK, though. I can hear myself. OK, for the 80s. This was really tough for me because there's a lot of 80s music I don't like and a lot of 80s music that I really like. But the 80s for me are the kind, the decade that I just am more mixed on than the rest. I mean, at the same time you got fucking Wham! coming out, you have I, like Sonic Youth. I, it's just so different. And I, ugh, I don't know, the 80s are a weird time. But. My number one pick for my favorite band from the 80s has to be the Pixies. Now, look, I know you're thinking, 
90s, right, for that? But no. They came out with Surfer Rosa in 88, and in 89 came out with Doolittle. And you might be saying, all right, but that's the end of, end of the 80s. It almost doesn't count. I don't give a fuck. If you're putting Surfer Rosa out in 1988, and directly after that, you put out Doolittle in 89, I, you, won, you won the 80s for me. It may not be the classic 80s sound that everybody's thinking of. There's a lot of great new wave. There's a lot of great punk or post-punk. There's a lot of gay... Uh, gay. <laughs> There's a lot of great um, synth music in the 80s, too. But I, I don't know. I think the Pixies... How can you not take the 80s when you just solidified what everyone was going to sound like in the 90s before the 90s even happened? And you just, you, I, I don't know. I like underdogs. I like people that aren't doing what the status quo is doing. And I think for them to come out with those albums in the 80s is kind of just a miracle. Um, and, you know, my runner up for the 80s, which is surprising because I've only gotten into them, you know, in a actual fan sense. Um, recently as in like the last three years but man the smiths the smiths just they they they, the smiths man they got some good fucking music they got some good music uh i prefer the instrument instrumentation much more than anything um morrissey does have his moments where he i think he's writing a great song and it's he's very lyrically adept but he kind of fucking annoys me sometimes. You know what I mean? Uh, I've heard people say that about a lot of vocalists, but I just can't deny the fact that the Smiths were just so amazing. And uh, they've got that, that, that sadness that I like. Uh, a lot of 80s, there was a lot of happy-sounding music. I don't understand that shit. Why? You take a fucking guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Pixies, number one, runner-up, I would say the Smiths. Fight me. So, let's see. 90s. All right. Well, it's... Come on. Right? Are we gonna... Right? Are we gonna talk about it? Like, really? Really? You can guess. Nirvana. Come on. It's... It's Nirvana. A lot of people, and I was messaging somebody today that does not like Nirvana. That's respect. That's fine. But holy shit, Nirvana changed the landscape in a lot. Oh my God. Never mind. Never mind. I'm a fucking idiot, guys. I'm a fucking idiot. I wrote down Nirvana and I totally forgot that I was going to say something else. Well, Nirvana's the runner-up, I guess, okay? Because they were clearly influential. But Radiohead. I mean, come on. Come on. They gotta be in my, like, top three of all time. And if you don't like Radiohead, I'm not judging you. I just think you're stupid. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, uh, God, Radiohead. I mean... Okay, computer, that's a fucking masterpiece. That sh- look, at, imagine 
Nirvana puts out an album. And then right after that, when that's like what the staple is for pop rock, I'm going to call it pop rock, but rock that, you know, rock was big then. That's the staple. Nirvana puts out, never mind. And then you put out OK Computer. It's a different fucking playing field. There's, there, that's power chords versus, I don't even know how the fuck you write a song like Paranoid Android. I just don't, but I love it and I'm glad it happened. Uh, so Radiohead number one, I guess, for the 90s and uh, Nirvana runner up. Honorable mention. Okay, so this is where music starts getting a little iffy for me. Um, the 2000s. So I was in junior high, you know, during this this era. And there's a lot of bands that I are like guilty pleasure bands even now. Like these are not bands that I think are the best bands to come out of that time. I still love My Chemical Romance. I know that that's like hearsay sometimes, but I don't know. I liked it when I was a kid, you know. I was a skater kid that wore like all black and skull t-shirts and had long hair and I don't know. I still think it's good music. I just think a lot of people don't give it a chance because they think it's corny, which I understand and I completely agree with, which is why I always preface it by saying I was in junior high. I had bright red pants at some point. Give me a break. Okay, so. <laughs> but I think I think the best band to come out of that time realistically had to be the strokes had to be i i i don't know what they did but it was magic um and it brought what i perceive to be guitar music back because uh you know the the turn of the 2000s was like britney spears in sync and backstreet boys and the strokes all of a sudden were able to cut through and get played on the radio and just blow up and I, 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 what they did was, was crazy, completely crazy. And I, I love it to this day. Never a guilty pleasure, just a pleasure. And the runner up for that, the 2000s has to be MGMT. Now I know every time I bring this up, people say, oh, MGMT, kids, electric field. Okay. Yes. Still great songs, by the way, but oracular spectacular congratulations and their self-titled wait wait oracular spectacular and congratulations i think are the only ones that were released in the 2000s but hey fuck i don't know that that oracular spectacular especially for me that was a tongue twister um changed the way i thought about music and it has this magic in it that is the intangible thing that Everybody who's not a musician hates that musicians talk about, but that's, uh, it's in there for me. And, uh, fuck you, you know, cause I'm trying to be more myself every day. And I don't know what that is. If you got any tips, <laughs> let me know. But, uh, this quarantine business has really let me think about what I like to do what feels good for me and what I want to do once this whole thing's over. Um, and I just want to be more myself. I want to, I want to put on less of an act for everyone else. 
I want to care less about how they feel about certain things if it doesn't negatively affect me or them. And I just want to feel easier. I want life to feel easier, you know? Because a lot of the times I feel like I'm going through life like white knuckling it, just like gritting my teeth, awkward as fuck, just every moment seems like I've got to fight some feeling or thing. I just, I can't deal with that anymore, you know? So, I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this, but I think I'm saying quarantine has given me the the opportunity to uh, relax a bit, settle in on myself, make choices that I maybe didn't have the opportunity to in the past, just because of time constraints and other things like that. Um, I want to let you guys know that uh, I am releasing a song with my buddy Twanner, who has done the drums on it, and he's mixing and mastering it, and it sounds... I, I like it, and I love collaborative things, so his additions to the song have just been... Uh, I think he made the song ten times better than it was, just with his drumming and the mixing and mastering, so that was a quarantine thing that I did, and um, it was a lot of fun, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to wrap this thing up. I just wanted to get a podcast out there. I had an idea or two that I wanted to express, and I have the ability to, and everybody's bored anyway, so hopefully you're going to listen to this. And if you did, uh, please let me know. Let me know if you liked it. If you didn't, let me know how you felt about uh, Farm Boy Billy, and if you want to hear from him again. Um, That's going to be a toss-up, honestly, because he's got some really dicey thoughts and opinions if you can even call what he has thoughts so just let me know but you know everybody needs a platform so it's i'm okay with it i'm only gonna give him like a five minute segment if he comes back uh i do think he needs to get his 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 diet figured out because his his heart is gonna pop one day but you know he's uh a red-blooded white-skinned uh, american who bleeds blue, which that sounds fucking culty as shit to me, but whatever, that's up to him. Um, yeah, but thank you, anybody who listened. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this. You know, man, it's my first podcast back in a while. I said I'd be putting them out every Friday. And the fact is, quarantine did get me kind of fucking down for a bit, so... Give me a break. All right, man. Give me a break. I love you too. Okay, take care. Make sure you're safe. Wear your fucking mask, by the way. Who's it going to hurt? Who's it going to hurt? Think even, you know how gross it is when somebody just sneezes in public, even before this quarantine thing? I want to be, just keep it to yourself. It makes life easier. You don't even have to cover your mouth. I, I don't know. Look, just. Ah, look, the dogs are barking. I got the dog mad. All right. You beautiful pieces of shit. I love you. Take care of yourself and your family. And uh, talk to you later. Bye.